Geek Shock. Although she isn't much to look at, and though she isn't very bright, I love her, I love her, oh boy, how I love her, cause she lets me watch her mom and pop fight. Gummy, gummy worms, though. Did you gummy ever worms. have a bad case of worms? No, I've never had a bad case of worms. When you were a kid? No, I do, I've known dogs that have. Mm. There was a, a toy called a bad case of worms. Oh, a okay. Little, a little briefcase that had two sticky worms in it. I still have mine from when I was a kid. I took no, very good care of my toys. That's pretty bad now. I still do. But it's cute. Uh, no, it works. You had to wash the worms off. It's like wacky wall walkers. Mm. You know those? Mm-hmm. So right. in this case, we're two wacky good. wall walker worms? Yep. And you just throw them against walls and they slime down a little bit. Oh. I'm sorry, there was what? This, what, this, Toad? What was there? This, what? What was there? A case of worms? Two no, wacky wall walker worms, I think yeah. he said. Oh, yeah. two wacky wall walker worms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did the fuck did I say? <laughs> two wacky wall walker worms. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wacky wall walker worms. Wacky wall walker worms. How about with wacky wall walker worms? So we got to keep going Ooh, with W's. Two cases with wacky wall walker it was worms? A, you know, it was just one case with two wacky wall walker worms. <laughs> With twin wacky wall walker worms, because they were exactly the same. They had little smiley faces. Welcome to Alliteration <laughs> Shock. Uh, <laughs> My name is Master Torgo. The That Those. <laughs> really? The famous Paul. <laughs> the That Those. 80s Jeff. What? <laughs> Press for alliterative. Commander K. Ah, he's alliterative. Jess Michael. And this is Geek Shock number 136. Gentlemen, good to see you. Good, good to, to be, be seen. seen. Uh, did Me you how? say it at the same time? I did. We you owe each Coke. other sodas. <laughs> There's Cokes in the fridge, guys. Yay. Yeah. What geeky things you do this week, guys? I, I played uh, an arcade cabinet with only uh, <laughs> with only punch buttons. buttons. Oh, okay. So you went to uh, uh, Las Vegas Arcade. Yep. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. But that was fun. Um, you know what I did just before I left last week and I forgot to say? What's that? I beat Coltsept. You, oh, you beat it officially. You I beat, beat that motherfucker you, you for real. You, you pulled a Barry. Like like Barry did, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Barry says he beat it. He probably did. Because there's two stair sequences I found out. Two stair sequences? Mm-hmm. There's you a stair? staircase that goes up into heaven. Oh. But then you're not really done with the game. It's at the halfway point. But when you do beat it for real, you go up in stairs to heaven again. Did you have to buy <laughs> that stairway to heaven? So the first one, I did. Is the first one fake heaven? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the difference was precisely, except that the guy I beat at the end was a nasty-looking freak machine. Man, I got a deck that'll wreck some shop. I'll bet you do at this point. How could you not? It's pretty good. Well, it's good against a computer player. It's not good against specific certain game-type sequences, though. Is you can play games where you're going for just... Uh, if you're going for just magic points, this is a good a good setup. But, okay. You know, it can still use some tweaking. I don't have all the cards yet. How many are you missing? I probably a hundred. No, oh, jeez, maybe more. Is there? So you haven't beaten the game? I haven't finished yeah. it. Yeah, that is the stingiest goddamn thing for gamer points too. Oh, oh is really? it? I've probably put seventy hours in that thing. Uh huh. Maybe not quite, but close. And you know, hundred points. Maybe I have. Maybe it does not give award points very easily. Are there achievements? Like that's a lot what of I achievements? mean. Achievement yeah. points. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the achievements are incredibly difficult to achieve. Nah. And if you're wondering what those smacking sounds are out there, Paul was generous enough to bring gummies oh, for everybody. I'm so sorry. It's so rude. <laughs> yeah, they're gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But he also brought us little fun and sexy cards from China. I did. <laughs> fun, sexy card. fun, sexy cards. <laughs> One awesome piece also of Coldcept News. Coldcept News. There's a 3DS version. Oh, Christ. Yeah. So now you have to get a 3DS. If it comes to the States, it hasn't been oh, localized. Okay. It hasn't been localized oh. yet. It might not be. Oh, that's true. If have it you, is, on that day, I will own a 3DS. Have you seen the trailer for the new uh, Icarus on 3DS? Kid Icarus? Yeah. I heard it's garbage. The game is? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't well, seen I anything about the game. The trailer looks awesome. Yeah. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How many great trailers and you and that's, yeah. that's how I that's how I used to uh when I when I used to have to go buy pornography. Back in the days when a man had to go to a store to you get watch the trailers? No. I look at the boxes. <laughs> you look at the box art. If the box art looks too good, you do not want that film. <laughs> that's the rule. Yeah. Mm. Because they spent their money on box art. Box art. <laughs> they spent their money on box art and you get girls that look too good. They won't do shit. <laughs> it's true. And, and you know, for Paul, you know, you know, I suddenly Paul. just had an epiphany oh, about why you? Paul is into the really <laughs> filthy, nasty stuff. I've why always he prefers been. the stars that he prefers? Yeah, it all makes sense now. I've always been. I've always been. But that's the sense. But that's Well, that's why, yeah. You get a super, super hot model-looking girl. She's thinking, this is my... Unless she's the awesome Sasha Gray. Ticket to ride. <laughs> Who knows what's up? This is my ticket to Hollywood. It's like, no, you got to, you know, whatever. Anyway. It's your ticket to Burbank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or or yes. possibly Las Vegas now because of the whole condom law thing. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, uh, you hear about that? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to become the new capital. New I got friends capital. working in that in that at here at, from Kentucky, actually. Oh, then they're uh, it's really funny. They're, they're six gearing for a win. Six degrees, man. Yeah, I mean, there's crazy. already a porn industry out here, but yeah, you know, yeah, but it's, it's more not toy nearly, focused, I think. Yeah. Well, there's that. There's that. There small is some company, the uh, bait and tackle. I don't know if they're still up in operation. I don't they think have, they have the either. billboards they used to. But have. there are there are way. some small productions that go on here every year. It's just not the you know. The like it is. I put on the occasional show. No, uh, there's a yeah. You're right, and I I hope that that'd be great because it'd be a windfall. It's a mom and pop industry which we could use out here, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) boy, that's a niche one. (laughs) You're right. Oh, the model girls won't do that. I don't care what the box art is on that one. <laughs> well, if you don't pop, you don't have a scene. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, yeah. So, good. Good on Vegas. Because that's why I love this town. It's because it's all video games and porn anyway. <laughs> and the more they embrace and understand that, the better. Oh, oh man. Okay, I've dominated enough of the preamble. Go ahead. Well, this week I uh, I finally convinced a friend to uh, to pick up Mass Effect, so I don't have to play with the douchebags on Xbox Live. Right, because you're really trying to enjoy your. Multi- I want to really Effect. enjoy that you game. Mean? Absolutely, just and three. All right, just three. Yeah. So you you're not far enough to go into the whole ending. Yeah. Controversy going yeah, on right I now. haven't. Uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Okay. And it scares me. Right. Because it's still going to be a while before I play it, but I look forward to the time that you finish it because I want your opinion without knowing facts. Did you go into spoiler town? Do you know what happens? No, I don't. And I'm still trying to stay away from it. I don't know either precisely. He's been insulating himself against anything story related. Yeah. 
and it's not easy to do because everyone's goddamn talking about they're it. They're talking. They're they're saying like ninety percent of the people who who purchase the game are unhappy with the ending. Like to the point that they're not only petitioning, but they've started up like a whole fund. Like you s- send money, and the money will go to charity. But the amount of money raised is to a- put awareness to EA to change the ending via DLC. Yeah, there. It that is amazingly right <laughs> I, I know your game didn't end right change it wow yeah. wow yeah i don't know what the ending is i don't <clears throat> i don't know if i'll be disappointed like a lot of people sound like they are however i would never petition my favorite author to say i've liked all your books so far but your last book you wrote not so much. Would you mind changing that ending for me? Well, then, Toad, explain why Jonah Hill is chained to your bed right now. Okay. Uh, well, because With- I want him to put the weight back on. I need. <laughs> I'm feeding him pizzas. He's funnier fat. <laughs> <clears throat> he meant Joe Hill. Oh. Oh, I did mean Joe Hill. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this moment of fail brought to you by Jess Michael. Yeah. Paul's like sitting here going, wait a minute. I, I like how Torgo just rode right over it. And he's like, <laughs> Very funny. Because well, Torgo knew what you meant, I think. But Joe, um, but Joe Hill, yeah, he's, he's yeah, I bet his, his ankles are already shattered. Yeah. Jim Sterling on uh, D- Destructoid, on the Jimquisition, has a really good Jimquisition about it. And it's very great. He puts a positive spin on it. And he's like, you know, look at this as, you know, if you want to put any, put any positive to it, look at this as a step forward in the maturing of video games as a genre. Here, it's a ridiculous crybaby kind of reaction, but to see that people have have become so emotionally invested in this series speaks to the progression and growth of the medium as a whole, that people can be so invested in a video game's plot and everything. You know, no one would ever write letters to Miyamoto about Donkey Kong causing such a... <laughs> you know what I mean? We've evolved. It's evo- I mean, there, there's there's a, there's pathos in Donkey Kong, but yeah. it's but it's not anywhere. The monkey falls. You don't become as invested as you do in a giant saga like you have to do with Mass Effect, and it's just a testament to the, you know it shows the power of the medium. What what we've known for years as gamers, and the reason why video gaming is more popular than movies now is yeah. because you can become more invested and involved in the storylines. Well, that and there's there's original storylines being written. For games that it's not just a you know a reboot every six months or every year of a existing movie genre it's like oh great here comes another blah 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 and even if the, the story is similar <clears throat> unlike cgi it's all cgi in video games so it's yeah. wrapped in a very convincing more convincing more believable realistic world so you can get more easily lost in it because everything reinforces that reality rather than just one piece of a Green Lantern thing looking kind of neat and everything else being dumb. And a testament to the storyline of everything leading up to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Because damned impressive. One and two are great. One and two are amazing. I hear three is great except for the ending. I still, I, God, I wish I had the patience for those games. Uh, it's so easy to get wrapped in that story. Have you done any Mass Effect? <clears throat> I have the first one. And I've played about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Citadel, and I got lost in the Citadel. I have no sense of direction. Right. Uh, and the person. Citadel, that's a bad thing, because the and Citadel so can get losey. Yeah. Well, in the first one. In the yeah. second one and the third one, they're, it's, it's a little easy. more linear yeah. and easy to get See, around. See, that's but. why like, I'm like, ugh, come on. Let's Patience do it. with elevators. Well, you I mean, oh, God. Elevator. Elevator. It was a masking of an extremely large load, is what that is. 
So now we're Mass talking about large the, the, load. Now yeah. we're talking about the porn industry. Right? Um, <laughs> mom so, and pop. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's your mom and pop right there. Welcome Mass to the Geek load. Shock porn episode. Uh, <laughs> but uh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, like um, I love deep, deep, deep. <laughs> Here we go again. I love it deep. You love long and deep. <laughs> Dead space. Throbbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dead space one and two. And two, uh, both of them, they have that. Press the button to give you the path. You know what I mean? You press a button and a little line shows up. Oh, yeah. That, and it shows okay, you which yeah. way to be going so that you can get on with the fucking game because it's a big labyrinthine yeah. place. And otherwise, you'd be lost. It doesn't prohibit you from exploring and looking around. Mm-hmm. But if you're stuck, it gets you on the right track. Oh, sure. I ha- When I'm in – that's my thing with RPGs. I'll get lost. And worst is is when they have random battles. Like old school. Um, oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, I need to get over, get over there. Okay, I'll head over. Oh, no. Dun, 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 dun. I yeah. get taken off the map screen. I have to do a fight. That's 10 minutes of fight. And then I'm back to the map. I'm like, where was I? Go- oh, no, random battle. I have no patience <laughs> for that shit. I get lost too easy. Well, thankfully, that's kind of gone away. The random it battle. Has. It Except has. for Final Fantasy. and Thank God. Yeah. Oh, Final Fantasy is dying. Duff. Or is dead. It's, 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 it's not dead. I still love your rant on uh, was it Facebook yeah. <laughs> about <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen two. Damn. I just remember seeing you playing it. Go. Ah, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no, no, nor should you at this point. I think it's just it's an acid dream. Just can't understand it, huh? Anything else you do, gentlemen? Oh, then oh no. I didn't do anything. We played Dungeon Quest and everybody died. Everybody died. That's, well, that's Dungeon a, Quest then. Yeah. That's kind of a... That was sad. I like that game yeah. though. That's mine, a fun mine game. Died, my guy died right at the exit. Oh. I just had one just clawing at go. the walls. Painful. Yep. That's the Can't one where you have to go out. into try to get to the dragon's lair yep. <clears throat> and then get out before the place yeah. And Paulette got, kills the, you. got blasted by the, the dragon. dragon's lair? Exactly. I played yep. some Space Ace today. Which is coming like out. That. Dragon's lair is coming to Xbox Live. Yeah. That was at the pinball... Pinball Hall of Fame today, and they have that Dragon's Lair machine that can also be Space Ace and Time Warp. So, just play a little Space Ace. Went back I to love that. Love Time Warp. Love it. Yeah. I have I have Space Ace. I have Dragon's Lair on so many fucking systems. Oh yeah. Does anybody remember the Space Ace cartoon that was on oh, Saturday oh, yeah. mornings? The Dragon's Lair one just got re-released by Hanna Barbera. I don't really? mind seeing that yeah. again and completely ruining my it's memory bad. of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but uh, I'm trying to. I still gotta get that Pac Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the original animated 80s. series. Yeah. I love it. All right, and I want to throw out there Batman Live. Jeff uh, reminded me that this uh, we talked about it years ago, but not years, like maybe a like year a year ago. ago. Yeah. But uh, that huge production that was traveling around uh, Britain. Yeah, and now it's coming to the states. It is. Yeah, it's been dollars. successful. It uh, yeah, enough that it's going to get the successful. U.S. tour, and it's actually going to come to Las Vegas. Oh fuck! October third so. through seventh. 2012. Yeah, totally. We're doing it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're doing it as a cast. I think it's a fine idea. Oh, awesome! I was like, "There's a reason I brought it up." Absolutely. Uh, I've seen the, seen the. Wear my Batman shirt. shirt. I'm ready to go. He's just Michael representing. He's pulling his shirt off. Sorry, going to mom and pop. Going to mom and pop. (laughs) Didn't mean to go mom and pop on you. Watch out for his mass load. He lubricated his throat. My my throat is lubricated. It all comes together. News yeah. you don't give a shit about. If it comes We're all together, coming together, that's a real. 
<laughs> that's, a, that's an extra pop. <laughs> that's the circle jerk podcast. Synchronized pop. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. News you don't give a shit about Wong Tin Chung. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing investigative reporting over there too. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a Tin Chung, but I lost it as a kid. <laughs> it rusted. An art student in Taiwan. So, wait, so his name is Wong Chung? Yes, Wong Tin Chung. Everybody Wong Chung tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he recently won a $13,500 art prize from the Kaohsiung Museum of Fine Arts for a veil- very revealing piece based on Marvel's Iron Man. Chung created a portrait of sorts modeled after Iron Man's mask made entirely of his own urine. Now, how did he Whoa. get the red for the mask, you ask? No, no that wasn't my first question. Well, but... Look no further than the submission's title, Blood Urine Man, which was submitted in an actual toilet bowl and fucking won. So, yes. I... There's pictures online. Enjoy it. How did he do it? That's the big question. I, I did tried he to watch gelatin to the mix? I tried. No, no. It's blood. And he... So, did he just... He no, but he's and talking about the yellow part. How does yeah. the yellow stick? Is it mixed Any with of it? How did it stay? You know, when you see the picture, it almost kind of explains itself. It's obviously <laughs> a, a, a yellow background. Sure. To which then he added the blood. I don't think the blood came from his urine. I think it was just a, like he pricked a finger kind of thing and then just Ba-dum-ba. moved it where it needed to go to create an Iron Man mask in the toilet. I see. It... Wow. Looks like Iron Man. That kind of makes sense. It makes me wonder what else was submitted that this is the big winner. Or how many submissions they had. There you <laughs> People are just dumb and bored. I'm going to tell you right now. People are just really dumb and really bored. Or maybe they just wanted a some press for the museum. So if we give it... Doesn't pre- hurt. If we give it to this guy, we're going to get press. There is... I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with a little shock and awe. Yeah, there is. Blood <laughs> no, but and urine. Seriously. Oh yeah. Blood this and urine is, man. This is, your, the, this is your this is your urine man. Palette. Yeah. This red is, red and red uh, and gold. And that that uh, he obviously, you know, it was the first urine of the day, because that was a deep yellow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Uh, and it smelled oddly of asparagus. Uh, <laughs> You may have hated Michael Bay's take on the Transformers. <laughs> Might have. I know where this is going. <laughs> or, did, or for sure. But hated. he has a message for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans worried he will destroy that franchise next. Calm down. I'm not doing naughty, disgusting things to your beloved childhood memories. With all the negative buzz surrounding his upcoming live-action Ninja Turtles reboot, Bay has chimed in via his official website and said that he has a lot of respect for the comic canon, but is hoping just to create a richer world. <coughs> Bullshit! Quote, Fans need to take a breath and chill. They have not read the script. Our team is working closely with one of the original creators of Ninja Turtles to help expand and give a more complex backstory. Relax. We are including everything that made you become fans in the first place. We are just building a richer world. When you see this movie, kids will believe one day that these turtles do exist when we're done with this movies. These turtles are from an alien race, and they're going to be tough, edgy, funny, and completely lovable. And wrong! Cowabunga. Alien oh. turtles oh. is what you need to take away from that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, he, alien turtles that love pizza decided to somehow got names based after uh, artists and have '80s vernacular. Oh. He, I'm not maybe, they, maybe they learned it he's from the, the radio. He's the king of the lowest common denominator, and he knows the buttons to press to get Joe Trailer into the movie theater two or three times to watch his schlock. Big booms. And it works, yeah. Because those people only respond to big, crazy noises and and and, and, grote- and grotesque. An hour and a half-long fart have, joke. No, Yeah, they have no time for character development or investment in, in relationship. They don't get it. He's the Jim Rose Circus have... of action films. Yeah. And not not <laughs> taking anything away from Jim Rose. No, Although Jim Rose is awesome. great. Jim Rose is great because he knows what he is and he builds what he is. Yeah. But it's not a, uh, you know, <coughs> not a film full of pathos or what have you. Man, I saw some garbage on the airplane, but I saw The Descendants. Uh, you know, George, George Clooney, Clooney yeah. movie? Okay, I don't know. I did see Fantastic it. Fantastic movie. Yeah? Yep. Just a great character piece and the antithesis of Bay-style filmmaking. Hmm. Small, character-based, intimate, nothing flashy. And it's remind, sad. Remind, those... me, remind me in a couple sentences what that movie is. This is a story of a man whose wife is is put in a coma, young wife, relatively young wife, put in a coma, and he had he has to go about kind of rediscovering her. Um, he's got a couple of daughters, and uh, it's one of those things where he and his wife had already grown apart a bit, mm-hmm. and so this kind of shocks his whole world into reevaluating what his marriage was about, and he has some other revelations that make him even have to dig further about what is marriage is about and um and meanwhile he's also uh the descendants part is he is uh in the film a descendant of one of uh king kamehameha's relatives so you know he owns this giant tract of hawaii this huge parcel of land okay and it's coming it's coming close to time when uh their ownership of it will be called into question because of new legislation so they need to sell it off soon to make money and all the other he's the main trustee and all the other shareholders want a piece all his relatives want a piece of this money that could be huge money so he's going through all that while at the same time dealing with his wife being in a coma and his daughters are that one of them's like 17 rebellious crazy not not crazy she's just a little bit rebellious okay. and, and then and the other one is very young and still going through all kinds of difficulty and the, you know the, it's just yeah it's just the strain that it's put on that family and it's just it's, it's kind of it's a little bit like little miss sunshine a little bit but better than little miss sunshine okay. in my opinion okay and so in comparison now describe michael bay's transformers mm-hmm. a robot gets punched in the dick <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't have said Ow. it better myself <laughs> You know, what's really interesting, too, about that point, Paul, is that The Descendants is made possible by Clooney doing those Oceans movies. Which... Because he does those Ocean movies yeah. so he can do things yeah. But like the Oceans the movies, even though they're not, you know, the most elaborate stories, they're still fun and yeah. well-written and yeah. the character interaction... You make it makes you. There's a little something yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. The, the characters, oh, I enjoy them. The I'm just draw saying. you in. They make you, yeah. you know, care it's about them. It's interesting because you, yes. you you look at the 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 contrast because Clooney is is uh, he descendants is what he wants to do. Yeah, and then he ends up doing the other things to get the studios to give him the money and the it. leeway to do it. I get it 100. percent 
it's that's the artist dilemma. Yeah. But if Bay ever had anything that remotely resembled something that you could really get behind, but it's it's so emotionally devoid of any. Well, maybe you'll pick up on the blood the urine Iron Man story. <laughs> did uh, Armageddon or Bad Boys Two? I mean, probably, I probably The Rock. The Rock. Even yeah. The Rock is such a terrible movie. Whoa, whoa, it's, whoa! It's not terrible. <laughs> hey there, hey there. Sean Connery. It's certainly, certainly oh, not I, Shakespeare, but I it's hate good. That movie. Well, I hate that movie. I hate The Rock. I hate Armageddon. Oh, but oh. <laughs> But, there, but, but you have to admit, those films are night and day compared to Transformers. Not really. It's just, it's just precursor stuff. It's just a bigger budget for Transformers. Yeah, I, it's just a, I it's, don't. It's just less of the garbage. Yeah. I don't. No, it's yeah. still the frenetic nightmare that is his vision of cinema. Hey, if, it, <laughs> if it's big enough and moves fast enough, no one will say it's not good. That's that's it. He's, he's the Godzilla of movies. <laughs> Look at that big thing. That's impressive. What the fuck was it? I don't know. <laughs> but it was sure big and loud. <laughs> wow. I should probably watch that again. <laughs> That's the way bullies and, and, and CEOs work. They're big and loud. <laughs> they're big and loud and they get done whatever they want because they're boisterous and oppressive. And then and I've peop- never thought of the comparison, but an interesting one. And people don't question it. It's bully cinema. Bully cinema. If you don't enjoy it, number Bully, one, I say. you're not a man. Because look at all the fighting and the cussing and the balls. Testosterone. Yeah. And then it's like, well, well, well then fuck you, man. It's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. So is that why you're saying all these Fast and Furious films are doing well? It's all is bully it? cinema. Fast and Furious, though. That- <laughs> oh, you know, no, wait, wait. You're about to defend Fast and Furious? Really? I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, I, Tokyo I Drift. This. Tokyo Drift <laughs> has a superior storyline to any of the Transformers films. It's not grand at all, but at least there's a little it bit of It looked like there. garbage the, the 20 minutes I saw of it. Tokyo Drift is a fun one. Uh, if you say that so. Last I, one was, I, I had to change the channel. That Fast Five is dumb, but Tokyo Drift I enjoyed. So part three was good. I guess that was it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not impressed with any of them. It's still not great. These are some of the things I had to watch while I was stuck on a boat. Okay. Then, <laughs> Changes then, one's perspective. Yeah, the you got like, Oh, that's okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and, I'm stuck and, on a boat. When your option is drowning. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> yes. Compared to Death at Sea, Tokyo Drift is excellent. <laughs> Tokyo Drift or talk to random people by the pool. Yeah, oh, I'd probably select the same. Never. I picture never. Vin Diesel strapping I him to a chair. to anybody clockwork orange style. i never talked to any guests except for highs and, and goodbyes after shows i tried to be as invisible as i could yeah. oh yeah i don't want to no no you weren't an ambassador that's not for... true that's not true there were a few occasions but not a lot i like to be invisible did you ever run bingo yeah awesome you i played did shuffleboard on the lido deck <laughs> i played shuffleboard on the lido deck for about five minutes Mr. Wolf, the passengers are complaining that you're beating them at shuffleboard. I beat everything. (laughs) I beat the young and the infirm have no business in shuffleboard. (laughs) (laughs) He's so ridiculous. I was watching an episode today where he was fighting with Riker in the holodeck. You've seen that one, Mr. Wolf? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's like he's all. 
guy fighting these skull monsters and shit. And he's going getting all rah, rah. He's getting all hardcore. And then he, and then he turns to Riker and he's like, like he's gonna go attack Riker. And Riker's like, Eddie's Eddie, lieutenant. lieutenant. And he's like. Oh yeah! Oops! Oh, I kind of forgot I was a Starfleet officer. <laughs> but it's so bad. It's fucking Michael Dorn, actor. He's so bad. He's so bad. Oh my god! Oh, he has two speeds: slow and off. Oh, he is the worst. The worst. Oh come on! God. He's no. the worst. Wow! If you were any other man, I would kill you where you stand. That yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. How long has he been playing that character to get to that point? Twenty years. Twenty years, and he finally figures out the voice of his fucking character a little bit. Wow! He's the worst. He's the worst. Okay, this wasn't this what you were expecting with the teenage. Yeah, movie? pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Really. <laughs> this is all still connected to the turtles. <laughs> Somehow, it is. Dorn and the turtles. It is. It's the same shit. He's just got the shell on his forehead. Don't get him started about Gates McFadden, though. Oh, forget it. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's funny? After you watch What's Her Name come in in season two, where she's in that. Pulaski. Oh, the other uh, doctor. You're like, anything is better than this AIDS-riddled monster. <laughs> oh, God. She's the worst. Pulaski's the worst. Uh, oh, my Lord. Every five seconds, she says something racist or homophobic. She's outrageous. They were trying to make a female version of McCoy, and they failed miserably. No, they kind of, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's they, they took all the, all the, the, the the curmudgeonly aspects of McCoy and forgot to make it charming. Well, they forgot to put the heart in the character. She's just not did. charming. It's she like, just goes at his core. At his core, McCoy cares too much, and that's why he's yeah. He's, he he shells it with that all. Oh, I'm angry all the time, Doctor. I'm just an old. And she doctor. doesn't give a fuck about anything. Nope. God, she you does guys not. are bringing tears to my eyes. She's to horrible. Talk about McCoy. McCoy's the best. But that was I uh, forget we're going way off topic. <laughs> but he, you know that was a part of a tril- of a trinity, you know. Yeah. He's heart. Right. Spock is, is the, brain. The cold logic. And, brain, and, brain, and, brain. And uh Kirk is what action is and body. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Kirk is the physicalization Kirk, and the and, well, the, Kirk is and the, the visceral is, is the one that has to balance the two sides and figure out what yeah, path to go. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of the He's also the irrational the dick. Go yeah. for it guy too. Yeah. He's, he's going to say and penis, dick, the id. The id. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the good. unchecked id. <clears throat> Let's do Week in Geek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we're never cutting it. Oh, man. We talked about Kirk, Spock, and McCoy under. What was, the, what was your last. What was the. Like, okay, what is the world another piece of shit news? That, no, not really. Okay. Well, there, there is one, but I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just say a Wu Tang Clan Farmville, and I'm just going to leave it at that. That's enough. Yeah. That's I got you, nothing that's to say about need. that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah, exactly. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to farm with. <laughs> wow. For a minute there, I thought I was watching uh, Held and Kumar 3D Christmas. Oh God, that's good. See, it uh, was worth it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Just for that. Disney has officially announced how much money it will lose on John Carter. Oh, oh boo! Oh. And the final figure is not pretty. Oh. Following a lousy second weekend at the box office for the film, which opened soft with a little over thirty million upon its arrival, talking about porn again. And <laughs> anytime you open soft, your movie's gonna fail. And plummeted <laughs> to just thirteen million this last week weekend. The, the studio oh, issued thirteen. Yeah. Uh, Holy fuck! They the studio released this statement. 
In light of the theatrical performance of John Carter, 184 million global box office, we expect the film to generate an operating loss of approximately 200 million during our second fiscal quarter ending March 31st. As a result, our current expectation is that the studio segment will have an operating loss between 80 and 120 million for the second quarter. As we look forward to the second half of the year, we are excited about the upcoming releases of The Avengers and Brave, <laughs> which we believe will have tremendous potential to drive value for the studio and the rest of the company. Unquote. Oh, you know what? That whole segment <coughs> bothers the hell out of me because it's all bullshit. They didn't yeah, yeah. lose any money on that film at all. Not they really. They just didn't get what they wanted. Yeah. Well, but, but you know. Well, they've got to frame it that way because we all know about the Hollywood speak. And, then, yeah. and it's a tax write-off if they frame it. As a well, also, loss. don't forget, they don't, <clears throat> uh, under current uh, distribution deals, they only, they get, I read they get only half of the, money of the 184 them. million. Okay. Yeah, that's so a share. They're they have to share it with. they the box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they no, share no. with the theater owners. No, they don't, you know, they don't make any money off of the actual box office draw because they've already made their money renting the prints to the theaters. So they're, they're not losing any money. I mean, it, well... It's that's true. They rent to the theaters, then they get a piece of the take. Yeah, plus They're all not the any pieces of that. Yeah, but did they rent take. for t- the total tune of two hundred fifty million? I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. No, but it's then yes, yeah, all, all the other international deals that go on behind yeah. it that aren't figured into this and the film subsidies and yeah. etc. That I they, could only hope they never they Hollywood has never quote disturb- unquote, lost money on a film. It's, in it disturbs years. me that they talk this way though, just because that's yeah. that's going to hurt well, fantasy they, movies in the future. Oh yeah, well, there's they, no doubt on that. Well, you know what they they're trying to garner the sympathy vote. They want to say, look, you know, general public, we lost money on this film and we're going to lose money, and they, so they oh I feel sorry for Disney. No, I don't Bullshit. think people are going to no no. I think they're just no. I feel sorry for John Carter. Twenty one yeah. Jump Street. Yeah. This week opened oh, yeah. to five million dollars more. And that's why Jonah is strapped to the bed. Yeah. What was it? Eighteen million. Thirty five million. Thirty five million. Pizza million. Five million dollars more than they, that pizza. Oh, than they made enough. And then John wow. Carter opened with. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, no. It, it, it. That's just it. You, you can't go into a movie with that kind of budget, though, either. That's outrageous money. They threw way too much money at that project. I mm. get that it's ambitious. Here's the thing. I read this great article about it in um, the Mo- the Wired. Andrew Stanton, this is his first live action project. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, wow, dude. Mm-hmm. Bite the fucking burger here. This is every, you know. Yep. Uh, and it's just a lot to take on. It's a lot to take on. And he didn't calculate because he's used to working at Pixar. And he still wonders and you know, why people would make a live action movie when you because you don't have total control it's like theater it's closer to theater you don't have total control there are so many things in a, in film that can go wrong that have to be changed that have to be fixed hmm. you can remake whole cloth entire segments or the entire movie yes. of a CGI film mm-hmm. without incurring the kind of costs or you know ruining so many other different things you can't do that so he lost that autonomy and that total control, and I think this thing quickly got away from him in a way that he was never expecting. And the way they framed it up, too, in the article, this is the first time he's ever worked without the Pixar story department with him. So that, you know, if you don't have five or six guys who really know what the fuck's going on and can objectively look and say no and really, you know, slap your creative 
dick in the ground a little bit and figure out what the fuck's wrong with your movie. It's just hard. They, they were talking well, about how he just sits in the in the in the editing booth alone a lot. You know, it's a very solitary process for him this mm. time. And that, you know, art is always better in a collaborative environment. Well, Almost always. Well, that and your movie is called John Carter. Yeah, the it's movie, gotten to that though, point. Paul, yeah, the yeah. movie wasn't bad. No, I. I and yeah. it's and, no. I'm sure it's uh, he's brilliant. Yeah. I'm sure it's got some really great stuff going on. We also have to remember with Pixar. Disney pretty much leaves Pixar alone That's as far as yeah. as far as involvement in the film. They come by and say, "Oh, looks good," and leave. Whereas every other movie that Disney is directly involved in, like, why don't you do a little bit yeah. more of this? Do a little bit less of this. I'd like to see that Wired article. I I put up a link uh, to an io9 article that was hilarious because the headline was, "The Lorax success and John Carter's flops." It kind of makes me want to stab everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and and they they broke down. You know, the why is the Lorax successful and why the hell did John Carter flop? And it was actually very interesting. But I'd like to read the the Wired well, thing also. It's for good. I mean, and it's and it's kind of got a hopeful thing. But it also, you know, let's see if we can make this happen. Even when they're just talking about it, there's so many problems and things plaguing the set while they were talking about it. And just yeah, live action is a different beast. And honestly. <clears throat> I respect the. I love Pixar. Respect the hell out of the work the man's done. Mm. As far as contributing to like with Wall-E is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and coming up with con- contributions for those other stories and everything, but his big one, <coughs> Finding Nemo, I thought was the weakest story-wise, second to Cars. Um, I really did not. Yeah. Dig. yeah, I agree with you on that. Finding one. Nemo, I felt tricked into feeling something. Interesting. I felt manipulated. And so I don't know if that's a if that's something of his that he kind of puts in this false emotion stuff and you're like, oh, oh here come Q sweeping horns and you know, feel something. Mm, no, I don't really. Sorry. You know. There was some there were some moments there that, but but on the whole, as a whole picture at the end, I was I was like, Oh, oh wait, no, I don't really care. No, I, I, I think I agree with you on that way. Like with with Nemo, Nemo and cars both i never felt drawn into the story like emotionally vested because like honestly, every think, other think, pixar film there are moments where i'm about ready to fucking oh, ball my i turn my into a mess off, i turn into a me- t- choking monsters, back tears and, and shit and, oh, I oh weep, yeah i wept openly at the end of my i, I cried I, I wailed you wailed i wailed like i a cried it was you so wailed wait i thought three. you didn't like nemo no <laughs> monsters Oh, okay. You said whale. Like in the Toy Story three, I, oh, I was I was Lord. sniffling. Oh, Toy Story you know, three is yeah. It was like happy tears. Yeah. You know, Toy happy Story three is destructive too. Yeah, it's so, but, so good. But but Nemo, I'm just sitting there going, I'm like, it's just okay. I think actually, I like you know, I, thought, I like cars oh, better than Nemo. I was in a better <laughs> mood for Nemo. I knew I was getting tricked, but I welcomed it. I really? Was like, yeah. Do this, make but this happen. But you did, you did recognize. Oh, the, I recognized hey, definitely. I mean, I'm not. I don't really. They're playing the themes. Yeah, I don't really care about this. This is a little bit Deus Ex Machina here, hmm. yeah. I guess I just didn't go to Finding Nemo wanting. But you know, I'm as guilty as anybody. I haven't got. I, I do have an excuse. I was in China, but I haven't seen John Carter yet either. Yeah, same here. Oh, I still China like to see it though. I still I, like I to want to see it too, it's and I good, think ultimately it's, it's a good worthwhile movie. I think it's worth ten bucks. Did you see no it in 3D? Have you seen it in 3D yet? No. No. Nope. See, you gotta go. See, you can still think, save this movie, Kirsten. Yeah. I think ultimately what it comes down to is that John Carter was just not properly 
Nobody knows presented what it's about or, yeah. or marketed. It was, it was but, a very confusing. But marketing. I mean, you got people yeah. like Kirsten who love the property, yeah. who have been lifelong fans, and even he can't get that excited over it. Glappy, I think, is the term. <laughs> he was like I moderately was in, I glappy. Was in hazard, I was in positive glappy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, still but, kind of glappy. See, like it's like so. Why it wasn't super fantastic? Yeah, it's like. Pfft. Clappy. But at the same time, I don't think it, it was as bad as the critics are saying. It's really funny. A lot of genre critics have observed that this movie has actually gotten worse marks from mainstream critics, but the genre critics have been all like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good Burroughs movie. And usually it's flipped around. Usually mainstream goes ape shit over something, and the genre people are like, what the fuck are you people loving here? That's yeah. interesting. But the, this one, it's actually in the opposite direction. That's interesting. And, and and I guess they were also in this article talking about how in the early screenings, what's the girl's name? Deja Thoris. Yeah. So I guess she, she starts off like the first time she meets him, starts slapping him, hitting him a lot. Does that happen in the books? She beat him up? Slap it around, uh, and not, not really. Yeah, I guess I mean, they cut it from the movie. I guess, but they, oh, really? They cut a bunch of her slapping him around because apparently she was retesting very unlikable. Wow. Hmm. <clears throat> like throughout the whole p- picture, like they. Yeah. Well, they like changed her. her story a lot. So, but uh, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. If you're gonna spend crazy <clears throat> Jack and try and be super faithful to to a piece. Why would you fuck with tone and elements of key characters' backgrounds? I don't think that faithful was the idea. It might have been the director's well, idea, the writer's idea to be faithful. However, when it comes down to it, it's Corporate identity says, that's too specific to this. Why do we make it more like this to have appeal to guys, a broader audience? Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? Like, I took First I took, season, yeah. yeah. I took the first season with me. You yeah. haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, my I God. I have HBO. Okay. Yeah. I Love it! Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's, fantastic. it's like it's like sixty to eighty percent what you envision in your head. I can't wait for April first. It's the season amazing. Starts. Yeah, HBO yeah. got it a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, or yeah, at least HBO, the people they had it. Yeah. do have it. Yeah, they, fig- just, they figured it out. I just bought The Wire. I bought all series of The Wire. They had a big sale at Target. Okay, I bought The Wire. I bought uh, first season of Boardwalk Empire, which is great. Mm. Um, which I've seen that already, and I bought it after I'd watched it because it's excellent. Have you seen that? I still haven't. That's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. So, but that's what I mean. Like, why wouldn't something? And see, that's the sense that I get too. Like, like they were talking in the article. This whole series started off as episodic magazine tales. Yeah, the the uh, first pulp, book was pulp. serialized yeah. in, in a pulp. So uh, why yeah. wouldn't you keep that serialized sensibility and go for something like a, a mega thing? You kind of cut too much good stuff to they, make a movie. I know, I know, I know. It, well, it it it's like Conan. It. They're, 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 they're these two guys who've been working on Elric for like 15 years, and they're all developed. They all want to go with features, and I agree with you completely, actually. If, well, maybe if, if, this if, one of, to... if one of the fucking uh, paid premium channels would grab a hold of one of these properties and do an actual You know he, ne- he needs to start doing this shit more is Netflix like they're doing, but they mm-hmm. need to get on board yeah. with some people who put together some of those HBO properties that really know what the fuck's going on. Well, I saw all of Lillehammer. The, is it good? The first one. It was good. I look okay. forward to the next season. Okay. I got to see that then. Mm. I it was watch very that. enjoyable. Oh, I, yeah. Something you'd expect on HBO. HBO good. and Showtime right now are really just knocking it out of the park. I loved Game of Thrones. Well, and even AMC. <laughs> AMC, FX. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep, yep. Stars, Walking Spartacus. Dead. Yeah. Oh, I Which love we Spartacus. Haven't seen the, we haven't seen the finale yet, so don't, don't spoil it. Oh my it God, this we... happens and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it. It is actually 
Oh, it is a good episode. That's wait. that's uh, that's what I'm so hearing. Good. I'm like every time I'm like, oh, oh my god, god, did you see? No, 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 don't don't. See, don't, don't see I ditched that. cable and I haven't seen any of these things. So, but, oh. but all you have to do is be patient. Yeah, yeah. and I am, yeah. and I don't care, and it's all good because eventually gonna, you'll get the story. Because I'm going to buy them on DVD anyway. So why, you know, I think all of season one of The Walking Dead is on Netflix right now. I, I remember. I have that on DVD. Okay, I'm waiting for season two. But I, you know what? That fucking first season pissed me off because they did a double dip reissue like two months. Oh yes, those jerks. Right after. Like a month after, mm-hmm. like motherfuckers. Yeah. Ooh, you ass. But whatever. wait, what? They put out a second version of the first season, like a oh, month and a half after. Oh, with different, with different yeah. features and. Pissed me right off. This Although I hear if you bought Georgia. the Blu-ray one, you didn't get double dip fucked. Ooh. Double no. dip. You should buy fucked. Blu-ray. It's mom and pop. Is that, is very, is uh, that mom and pop? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Diablo Massive. 3 will be released on May 15th. And there was much official rejoicing. Word. The official website is officially open for pre-orders, or World of Warcraft players can net a free copy by signing up for the WoW annual pass. Diablo really? Th- yeah, Diablo 3 will continue several... Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Free Diablo 3 with After a year reason subscription. to play WoW. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. How much is that? Like Sounds 150 like or something? Something like that. Are you going to play WoW? I don't play WoW. I'm not stupid. Well, <laughs> why... You're asking, like, because, like $150. If you're gonna play WoW I can anyway, play WoW and Diablo three. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> but you don't play WoW. <laughs> He's not stupid. Well, I'm not. I say I don't play WoW. I'm not stupid because I know if I started, I would lose my fucking life. Right. Maybe. I don't have any the... patience for RPGs though. The, there's there's people that say, oh, you know, once you get through all the stories and quests and everything, you're fine. I'm like, but that takes like three years of my life to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the and not only that, but. I thought stories and quests were the point of the game. Yeah, you then I guess after not. watching the South Park I it was episode of laid World after of Warcraft, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> that happens. I don't know if I that's what well, that. that is a good one. <laughs> in, in deep, deep dark uh, nerd stories, it happens. No. Deep, what happens? Mom, pop. Oh, in the deep dark nerd stories. Dear Worldcraft forum, Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of Warcraft slash fiction out there. Slash. Sure. Oh man. <laughs> Not too long ago, Oklahoma House Representative William Fourkiller proposed a bill that would add a 1% violence tax to all video games <sighs> rated teen and above, whether or not the games themselves were violent. I and remember this. It didn't go very far. Now, Representatives Joe Baca and Frank Wolf, a California Democrat and a Virginia Republican, respectively, have introduced their Violence in Video Games Labeling Act. The act claims to slap violent warnings on all video games not rated early childhood. The idea is to equip video games with warnings alerting customers that, quote, exposure to violent video games has been linked to aggressive behavior, unquote. Except that it hasn't! Not at all. Yeah, it's it's, it's causality. It's... Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, we can prove right now there was no video game playing prior to Jeff's outburst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's cover what it actually says. This bill defines a video game as follows. As used in this act, the term video game means any product, whether distributed electronically or through a tangible device, consisting of data, programs, routines, instructions, applications, symbolic languages, or similar electronic information, collectively referred to as software, that controls the operation of a computer or telecommunication device and that enables a user to interact with a computer-controlled virtual environment for entertainment purposes. Dude, that they, is the definition of video games they, to this act. They just described Netflix. <laughs> Hell, they just described a, 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 a good cable box. And cell phones. Cell phones. 
Any cell phone, any smartphone that plays video games, any handheld device that plays video game, tablet. This is, number one, this is why we got to get God out of government, because you know right-wing Christian, Christian groups are funding the fuck out of this. But of also, some darker, more subversive thing is funding the fuck out of this, because as you said, this is what the SOPA and PIPA shit is all about. They're putting, they're getting, they're, they're putting down these universal definitions that are able to cover and regulate more than what the bill stipulates at the beginning Mm -hmm. so that when the time comes, they can go, Oh, guess what? Your multimillion dollar company falls under the auspices of this. And now we have control over you, Mr. Entrepreneur or, or Mr. and Mrs. Person doing something that we as a government don't care for. God damn it. Oh, it's dark times guys. That's some Darth Sidious shit right there. Dude, it's fucking medieval up there on that stupid Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. These guys are Luddites. Absolute Luddites who oh, yeah. fear and hate this shit. And they're just trying to stamp out interesting things that mm-hmm. are being done electronically. Quit thinking differently. It's the comic Think code, like everybody else. Comic code of this era. God yeah. damn them. Uh, this is uh, the warning label they want to start slapping around. Quote, warning. Exposure to violent video games has been linked to aggressive behavior. Untrue. Unquote. And finally, this is the kicker. This label is to be placed within 180 days of enactment on, quote, the packaging of any video game that is rated E, everyone, everyone 10 plus, teen, mature, adult, by the Entertainment Software Ratings Board. So anything that is E or above will get this slapped on it, whether it is, I don't know. What's below E? Uh, Below E is early childhood. Oh, okay. There's early childhood and then Yeah. So LeapFrog gets exempt. So now we're going to all have to buy leapfrogs to play good games. <laughs> Which is near impossible. <laughs> you know, there's a rating system there already. And it already has been expanded to describe everything that's in there. Also, this country is in crisis. You fucks. How dare you spend time, resources, and thought power on this bullshit. You are attacking ghosts. You are swinging at dragons. Fuck you. Mm. Stop wasting my money and time. Get out of that chair and give it to someone who cares about this country. You fucks. You know their pockets are being lined by some evil corporation. It's all special interest. Oh, it's... God damn it, that's infuriating. That is infuriating. I am going to write a strongly worded letter to their respective offices. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You I've them. never written Congress before. I'm going to write a letter to those two fucking Ooh, guys' offices. I'm just this tired. Finally did it. I finally did it, guys. Finally got him to write. It's so ridiculous because it's like time and time again, they've spent all this money to try to prove something that, you know, it does not happen. It's like violence, video games are attached to violent acts. Nope. We've done m- numerous studies. It does not. Okay, so we're going to fund another study. That proves exactly the same thing. It does not lead to violent acts. And then they'll fund another study. And then they go and do something like this because they go, well, we've, you know, basically they're, they're saying that, you know, it's been proven that this happens when clearly repeated research has shown that it does not happen. So I was lucky enough to be watching. I stayed up all night the night before I left uh, to come back to the States to try and uh, reset my clock a little bit. And I was lucky enough watching the English channel. There's one channel that that, ta- that, that does English on uh, China television. Okay. And they did a half hour special on the ancient art of uh, shadow puppets. Fun. Chinese shadow puppetry. Yeah. Which many consider the precursor to film and animation. 
mm-hmm. which it's so it's the beginning of this kind of art form, really. And tangentially, I'd say even more, they didn't realize it or get it, it's even more directly connected to video games. Because these are characters being directly and instantaneously controlled by a human hand behind the screen of the, of the puppet thing. These are all, they all have like, you know, gears and stuff that they manipulate with these wires so that they move around. Okay. You know I what I'm saying? Connection. You got it? Okay. So it's like it's, it's and these all these these shows, these puppet shows, they got the, you know, hey, let's go attack this village. I will fight you to the death. I will kill you now. Like every fucking one of these. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. Whack. Oh, a guy gets knocked off his horse. Oh, a guy gets his head chopped off. Oh, you know, all this kind of stuff. In every one of these old plays, I guarantee goddamn to you, these fifth generation master puppeteers have never killed anyone. All they do all day is reenact the deadly combats of ancient China and myth. And they have never hurt a soul, I promise you. Never killed anyone. Yeah. This shit has been around since time immemorial. These people are ignorant. They yeah. are ignorant of culture. They are ignorant of history. That's the most dangerous part, is they are ignorant of history. This is nothing more than the electronic version of shadow puppetry. And if they can't see that, they have no sense of background. They don't know where this art comes from. They don't know what this art means. God damn it! And every almost every research or every bit of research that has gone into violent video games has shown that people learn the consequences of violent acts in the game and are less likely to do something violent in the real world because they know if I do this, this is going to happen and potentially these other things are going to happen. So this is not something that I want to involve myself in. Did you ever see there's that video out of the little girl playing Skyrim? Did you ever no. see that? No, uh-uh. I don't l- believe I have. This young girl playing Skyrim. Now this is, this is you know, borderline. You know, call it what you will. The choice in parenting that these guys made. They let this <laughs> little girl play a little bit of Skyrim. Okay. You know, and she was like just having fun, swinging the sword and whatnot. Now, but this is clearly an intelligent parent who's you know being thoughtful about the whole scenario. And so the little girl's swinging her sword around, da da da, and um, you know she's talking to people or whatever. And then she decides, okay, I'm going to swing my sword and take out this innkeeper. So, like, she cuts down an innkeeper, right? And she's like, ah, ha, ha. And, I mean, she could be, like, you know, four, three or four, maybe. Uh-huh. Very young little, little gal. And then and then in come the uh, guards to arrest her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. they attack yeah. and arrest her. Yeah. And she goes, oh, oh. And she's, like, really upset by it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, she really feels the consequence of that violent act that she just did on that innkeeper and she doesn't like it and she get you know she's like and like from then on out she did not hack up on <laughs> innkeepers and whatnot because you know she felt that consequence hmm. yeah yeah i you know what's really funny is i read a similar thing from a guy who was talking about feeling the emotional impact of his character's action in skyrim and it was almost the same thing he accidentally he thought he was uh, i think it's the old i thought i was saving but he thought he was doing one thing and he pulled some food off of and innkeeper's table and uh, he was like oh shit no i didn't mean to do that so he put food back but he put back too much so then he took back again and the innkeeper is like thief thief and he's like no 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 i'm not a thief and then his hireling 
stepped forward and he, he said his hireling was an asshole and it, this and it the, the, the whole thing was a weird story to begin with right <laughs> but his hireling steps forward and shunk kills the innkeeper and he's like why did you do that i can't and he's like oh i i i didn't even say that and then suddenly he hears this Aah! he turns there's the innkeeper's kid standing there oh, screaming oh, at the murdered innkeeper and he's like oh my shit and he and the hireling had to run out of town but he said that has thoroughly fucked him up and disturbed him ever since yeah. then that kid going ah mommy just just totally fucked him yeah uh, totally Which because is, gamers are not violent people years well, of playing violent video games doesn't make people violent not no. yeah i mean yeah they're just people what, what's violent and if anything what's it violence? makes them less yeah. violent because Eat, they see you're, what you're, happens. You're eating a hamburger. You're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at the... the uh, I'm the furthest thing from vegetarian, but some of those people have a point. That, you know, get those guys to start looking at the, the, the processing of animal products before you start looking at, let's make sure this digital fake thing doesn't do anything it doesn't, can't possibly do. Get in a real goddamn world and look at the way a cow gets shunted in the brain before it dies. Start to understand the possibility of, of near death chemicals being interested in uh, introduced being introduced into the meat that you eat that has an effect and keeps your population depressed, scared, and, and paranoid mm. and shit. Like I mean, look at some real things. Yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No gamers are are on the whole a much more sensitive and thoughtful lot. Mm. Um, yeah. Introverts and psychopaths, some of them may be, but but I mean, not that's you, not the. You can't say that that's their cause. Not so. at all. Not There's at no all. No link to that. No, no, right. no, 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 no. And I'm, I'm saying psychopaths in the most. Uh, right. I mean, we make fun possible. of like the bro gamers and so, but they, you know, they're fine too. They, they, that's it's an outlet for them too. Yeah, but everybody games now. Yeah. That's the thing too. There's no single single death definition. Yeah, I think we fall under the category of extreme gamers who mm -hmm. own. Right, but if you Probably. have if you have eighty percent of a population within an age group that are playing these games, there's going to be some apples in there that are horrible. Yeah, it's just numbers. That's it's human. just statistics. Yep. yep. And so, if everyone is playing something, you can always point to video games as being the catalyst to anything. Mm -hmm. Even though several of these instances of school shootings and so forth, those kids have not played video games. Well, mm -hmm. as I am testament to. Games have been a catalyst for my creative outlets and my work in theater. Yeah. Many times. Yep. Absolutely. The artistic endeavors of others. I mean, art is not created in a vacuum. You get inspired by things. And it's I don't get inspired to go and send out fireballs because I play a lot of fighting games. And inspired, inspired by things good and bad, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's an, That was an interesting story, Kirsten. That's, yeah. That's something. It was it was a hilarious thing, and it was in a context of a video of gaming and creativity and getting involved in the story and all of that. And it, it's just. I wonder if he played Mass Effect, because if he did, I'm sure he has a take on that too. He may have. It'd be actually be. I I think I could actually go back to that and actually ask in a comment or something. You but, should. Man, yeah. get a dialogue going. I I love your thing with the kid because that's yeah. the. You know, let's see that. Let's see that little girl touch a real sword for the next ten or fifteen years. <laughs> you right. know, Penn and Teller did that really great yeah. thing on bullshit. On bullshit, yeah. Where they had the, the little oh, kid, kid fired the, the real gun, games, and then he went and fired a real gun and was very upset. And by the was whole... traumatized by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's scary. 
Because you start to go, oh, wait, yikes. But that's real world as compared to fiction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm reading Game of Thrones doesn't mean I want to go rape people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But mom and pop, though. I want a mom and pop. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Munsters reboot Mockingbird Lane. It's finally taking shape over at NBC under the leadership of Pushing Daisy's creator, Brian Fuller, X-Men director, Brian Singer. Four months after the pilot was ordered, the show has finally cast its first role, a revamped, sexy Grandpa Munster. According to Deadline, the show is in final negotiations with actor and legendary comic Eddie Izzard to join the series as both producer and Grandpa Munster. Like the role played by Al Lewis in the original series, Izzard's grandpa will be a centuries-old vampire, but while Lewis's grandpa was a cheerful, sarcastic old dude who enjoyed hanging around in his cobweb-infested lab and concocting brews, Izzard's grandpa looks to be more like the man-about-town type. This uh, grandpa can turn into bats, rats, and wolves at will, but he also enjoys donning fedoras and other fashionable attire, trying his luck with the ladies. Is he going to be a cross-dresser? Doubt it. Eddie Izzard, yeah. by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. That guy's going to be in a dress. They'll, they'll probably Eddie do... Izzard's a cross-dresser. I like Eddie like Izzard. I'm, I'm, You're uh, distressed that, that Grandpa Munster might be a cross-dresser? No, I'm distressed Hi, that the fact that this show is pumps. even happening. God. How are you? Will you believe this? <laughs> and then Marilyn can run in and go, Grandpa, give me back my pumps. $25 at Macy's. I couldn't believe it. I bought four pairs. All kinds of different colors. Shades of black. Hey, Herman. Herman, have you seen my panties? He's in Brower. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, grand, Grandpa. Which is probably, this bit here is probably funnier than the actual Monsters. Grandpa. Reboot is going to be. Oh, you're, you're making my monster wiener hard. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, he I'm lost still, me there, though. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait it out. See wow. You know, Jeff, you talking about speaking too soon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hey, it's time to give Paul some credit for the. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Herman, Herman, what do you say we go to the fashion uh, show and watch the girls, and then I'll go backstage and put on their clothing? I have to say that's that's an awful Eddie Izzard. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Herman never played Risk before. <laughs> Army's on Ukraine. <laughs> if you've been pining for some new big screen Stephen King, you're in luck. Nope. I have. <laughs> Four of the famed horror author's shorter works are being adapted as part of a new film anthology dubbed The Reaper's Image. The project will include the title short story, uh, Mile 81, N, and The Monkey. Whether you're a King classicist... Oh! Hasn't oh, The Monkey ever been a movie? Never has been. Really? Yeah. I even tried well, my hand at writing that script once upon a time. Well, you know what? I, I know That's going to ruin the p- movie I have in my head. Because I, <laughs> I have watched that fucking movie. That's the reason why I own that monkey up there. Say, that that story. It. Absolutely. I'm going to take those gummy worms away from you. Oh, am, I sounding too, am I sounding too garbled? I'm a Herman, I'm practicing eating this gummy worm like it's a penis. Because it's only one step from cross-dresser to guy who likes wiener in his mouth. That's right. No, it's not true. What a stereotype. Herman, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> hey, Herman. Do you, th- do you think... <laughs> I don't know how you get through improv sometimes. You crack yourself up. You, can, you can't continue the joke here. Hey, Herman. Herman, I bet... Exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> a choke on the gummy. 
<laughs> Wait for it, guys. <laughs> Boy, this better be good. <laughs> it never is. is. It, it never, never is. is. Is it ever? The payoff is never worth the wait. Hey, hey, Herman. You know, now that I'm a cross-dresser, it gives a whole new meaning to my car, the Dragula. Because <laughs> I'm in drag, Herman. I'm wearing See? ladies' clothes. This is exactly what I meant. My car's called the Dragula, Herman. I'm a drag. Yeah, we got it. I'm a drag queen. <laughs> I wear drag. Hey. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> For God's sakes. Man, you were dying over that fucking line. Oh. <laughs> Sunday night season finale of The Walking Dead drew a whopping 9 million viewers. Yeah. It was amazing. Great. A record so for AMC. That's incredible. It was awesome when the... Uh, a solid two-thirds of that viewership were in the 18 to 49 age demographic. Which is all they want. Both numbers pro- proving huge jumps since the second half of the season premiered last month. This happened after a big chunk of the budget was cut and the first full season without the original showrunner, Frank Darabont. So, good job. So, with this even better numbers, I guess they'll cut the budget yep. again next year. And, <laughs> and get rid of this show. Um, Tell them. Yeah. Show Tell them maybe you don't need so many zombies. Yeah, really. You know what? There's something to be said, though, for having to work within constraints. Honestly. It fuels creativity. When you have yeah. to search for creative solutions rather than a, a money solution, yep. it can oftentimes make the product better. Or at least more interesting or different because you have to go for a creative solution rather than a financial one. Yeah, that's true. Well, they've done a wonderful job. Yes, I agree. It was amazing. I haven't seen the happened. ending. I haven't seen yeah. the last couple episodes, but I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, this summer, pirates who torrent copyrighted materials have major ISP. Oh, sorry. And have a major ISP are in for a rude awakening. Starting July 12th, most major ISPs, including Comcast, Cablevision, Verizon, and Time Warner Cable will begin taking first steps to first educate and ultimately mitigate pirates by adopting a system of graduated warnings after which repeated offenders may experience throttling of their broadband connection. While the plan was agreed on last year, a list of some of the ISPs involved only came to light recently at the Association for American Publishers annual meeting where they were announced by RIAA CEO Carrie Sherman. So what's exactly going to happen? Well, if you're not a pirate, not much. If you are... And if you pirate music from EMI, Sony, Universal, and Warner, or movies from Disney, Sony, Paramount, 20th Century Fox, Universal, and Warner, you can expect to start getting warnings. The escalation process goes a little something like this. First, you'll get a warning informing that piracy is illegal and a breach of your agreement with your ISP, in case you weren't already aware. If you get caught again, you'll receive another warning, this time requiring you acknowledge receipt and sign a pledge to stop pirating. If you go back on your pledge, you can expect a mitigation measure copyright alert, which informs you that a mitigation measure has been applied to your account. This generally means throttling of upload or download speed by varying degrees or the reduction of your internet connection on the whole to be get downgraded to the lowest quality above dial-up. They can also alter your landing page to remind you not to pirate. This also requires color customer acknowledgement. It's worth noting that your ISP cannot expend your voice over internet protocol, email, security, or TV services as part of this punishment. The possibility of account suspension has been put on this table, but no involved ISP has dared touch it. How exactly are they going to go about figuring out who the privates are? Now, that's where the teamwork between ISPs and organizations like the RIAA and the MPAA come in. Rights holders will go out into the net and police the torrent world as they are wont to do. Then they find an infringing torrent. They will point out to the ISPs who will then use IP 
to narrow down who's doing the downloading and take appropriate action based on the information they have stored in the private infringement record databases they'll shortly be required to have. First off, this doesn't cover all major ISPs or all major rights holders. If a rights holder isn't part of the literary literacy initiative oh, I went to the wrong story oh! uh, aren't part of the policing torrents the piracy will go unnoticed and even when it is noticed only pirates on the aforementioned major ISPs can be narrowed down to the IP address that dealt with it second an IP address is not a person and while it may seem cut and dry enough that the infringement tied to an IP address was, perpet- was perpetrated by the owner associated it'll probably get more complicated than that and why is that well there are things like friends kids and hackers But more importantly, remember when the RIAA was caught pirating? Their defense was, oh, someone else was using our IP. Expect plenty of other people to say the same thing. It may sound flimsy, but it's a loophole that makes more extreme mitigation members quality downgrade to be based on little more than guilt by association. Yeah, it's stupid. And if it wasn't me is a good enough excuse for the RIAA... Then should be a good enough excuse for everyone else. Is there, exactly. is, is there an, uh, a legal precedent for that? Because I've always wondered about that, tracking ISPs and associating that with an individual. Well, if it's like, a product IPs, that yeah. you provide, I mean, I think can, it's funny. Can really argue legally? I think it's funny because probably, like he's saying right here, the RIAA, you know, got caught. Or not the RIAA. The yeah, that was it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got caught. So they probably are the ones <laughs> who established the legal precedent, precedent for... Not guilty by well, if it's if it's been if it's been pushed that far, because you know that that's the whole thing. It has to run through the courts and do its thing for the precedent. Wasn't to that be part of a congressional hearing? Anything? So, I was kind of curious Don't about know. that because I heard a, a story about a guy who uh, <laughs> his house got raided for child pornography for uh, downloading and uploading trading child pornography. It turns out the child pornographer was writing on his wireless. Oh, yeah. And so nice. his, I, his ISP went to the uh, Fed, who was actually uh, actually conducted the transaction with Holy the real pedophile, and they, ra- they raided this guy's house, you know, throwing him on the floor, tearing his house up, scaring the shit out of his do- wife and children, shouting, yeah, shut up, scumbag pedophile, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that he had nothing. Well, the neighbor was like sneaking out. Yeah, he was. A, I better get out. Well, yeah. he was so, a victim of hacking. He probably is set for life now. Not I even hope. hacking, just but unsecure wireless. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope he sued them for everything. Well, I, I, I don't know how it. I don't know how it went that far, but yeah. That's but I've, I've been interested in the whole ISP connection because that's really what you've got, unless yeah. unless you the use IP the connection. warrant to to. Go to the house and seize the computer, and then there's stuff on the computer. What legally does that IP thing mean? That what means, does that mean? But that's exactly it too. Legally. Like, there's already loopholes. There's already, uh, you know, hackers that just drive around town mm. looking for unsecured networks and just fuck around on the unsecured networks. Yep. What did it's ISPs? It's gonna. Uh, yeah. It's gonna. Ultimately, stop. it comes down to. The RIAA and the MPAA spending boatloads of money every year to fight piracy that solves nothing. Yeah. Piracy has been going on for centuries. Yeah. You're never going gonna, to completely uh, eliminate it. It's gonna, this kind of stuff is going to drive it further underground and make it more difficult to track. Uh, Pirate Bay is even talking about attaching uh, low... 
uh, low weight servers to like flying drones basically and just keeping them hovered above out into international waters to keep their stuff afloat. Yeah. Wow. So they're, they're wow, and they're serious about it. That's what they'll do it, and that's what I mean. There's gonna be, there's gonna be fixes for this. That's interesting. And you made that Hackers a great by nature, point a couple I? weeks ago, Paul, about you know if you make the access to the material more yeah. convenient, people are not going to pirate it. They're going to access it, and if you also provide bonus features that make it, yeah, you know. And that's also more agreeable yeah. than than but what than they're doing is, they're, is the opposite. They're going to drive it further underground. People who have no real appreciation for the art are going to be pirating it. Some, you know, a lot of pirates just hoard. Yeah, just for the fuck of it. They well, don't th- care th- that they goes back to the whole most pirating is not revenue loss because they'd never buy it in the first place. They never even yeah. watch it once they pirate it half yeah. the time. You know, they're just yeah. grabbing shit because like, oh, look what I've got. I got this before it came out. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool. Ugh. What the f- who? You know? Yeah. They're not gonna exactly. They're not gonna buy it. It's uh yeah. It's a losing game. It's a losing proposition, and it's money they could be spending on uh better ways. And this to is through the torrents. I mean, I don't know enough because I've never torrented. Torrents aren't the only way to download and pirate, right? But that's no. actually the most efficient way to track the downloading, Honestly, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know how that. Well, yeah, I don't torrent, do a lot of pirating either. Yeah, so. what torrent does is because you're you part have, of a torrent. Your computer is part of a torrent. And if you're if you're online and you have the torrent program running, essentially you're a virtual private network. There's a bunch of computers that all have the same file, and if you're downloading something, you're literally taking a small piece of that program from multiple computers simultaneously, and then it reincorporates on as as the one file mm-hmm. on the the computer that's doing the downloading and at the same time if you have a file on your computer that is part of something somebody else wants to download little bits of it go out simultaneously to other computers see and right. that's the th- so, that's the thing too like by that by that definition if you could get these ignos to understand what the fuck's really happening you could you could legally go look my client took portion a from here portion b from here all the way through XYZ, right? From all these different sites. They never stole an entire piece of anything, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so, does that constitute piracy? If you've taken uh, a chunk of data that by itself is but a chunk of data and only when reincorporated and reconfigured becomes a pirated thing? You know what I mean? That is something that has been uh, repeatedly looked at. Yeah. And they're, they're still trying to set up some kind of a precedent. I'm sure they are, but because... good luck. Good luck. Because you know what I mean? That's, you you, you got you to look at it as, as and that's the, that's the thing. You, can, well, if you, look you like can't a stop the signal. Yeah. You fucking can't stop the signal. This well, is the talk hard. Telling you, man, they are, they're fighting a losing battle. Well, that's essentially. I get my my understanding is essentially that's what now uh, what torrent BitTorrent was developed as mm-hmm. as a counter. Like the original uh, file music sharing uh, Napster, they were you were you were connecting to someone else's computer and downloading that entire piece of music. Yeah. So you were taking somebody that had that on. You were taking that entire file, whole file. and downloading so it's, it's it directly as a whole. Whereas now BitTorrent, you're you're taking like one small bit here, one small bit there. And then, essentially, after, you know, depending on how fast your connection is, you know, let's say an hour or two hours of downloading this file, it reincorporates all these little bits. So you're never taking an entire file, 
from someone else's computer. So that was, it's essentially skirting around the legal definition of yeah. direct download. That was, so that was only, a precedent that was set by Napster. Only the act of reincorporation yeah, constitutes should, a piece of is technically that illegal, be, yes. That, that you could say, I stole this, really. Wow. So, at this point, you know what I mean? And that's, laws are subject yeah. to Well, pain. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, let's face it. Our Supreme Court's more than happy to suck corporate dick. So, <sighs> Well, and, and they also don't understand... The technology mm -hmm. they have never truly understood anything they make it, rulings that's on. what it gets to right there they don't understand the technology the tech people do and when congress like all this bullshit anytime they pass something to stop one thing technologically inclined people and intelligent people will go okay well guess we gotta do something different here's what we do now which yeah, is exactly yeah, yeah. comes back to my point about how piracy is never gonna stop no somebody's gonna find a way to circumvent it and god at damn some it point. as as bad as it is in its worst aspects it's also innovation and the government has to wake up and realize that other countries don't give a fuck about ip yeah they don't give a fuck they are spending their money on training hackers to get this shit crazy done and that's what's really gonna we're just wait until we not, get virally, virally destroyed. You're not wrong about the innovation. Uh, yeah. I, I saw The Social Network the other night, which it's an okay film. But there's a Love line in there that talks about uh, the, the guy that founded Napster. Yeah. Talks about how he said, he said, I changed the record industry forever. And it's like, no, you, you got busted by it. He's like, yeah, he's like, have you been to a Tower Record store lately? Have you been to, you know, yeah. you know Virgin Records? He's like, it's like, everybody's going direct digital download now. It's like hardly anybody is buying physical media. Mm -hmm. He changed. He did. I mean, you know, yeah. for better or for worse, he changed the industry. Yeah, totally. So I mean, well, it's, it's just it's evolution. Yeah. But they're trying the innovation. to innovation. And I tell you, that last issue of, of Wired, with the cover story of um, drugs that can possibly manipulate memory. That whole issue, there's not a bad article in that issue. I read it cover to cover. It's hmm. it's the best magazine I have read in years. I like. Go Wired. out and buy it. It's great. So many great. There's okay. a great. There's a great pirate pirate theme thing going on there, but it's awesome. Arr. But uh, but what were you just talking about? The guy changed the record industry. Napster, and, uh, Napster guy. Uh, Napster guy. Nobody's doing physical media. Nobody's doing physical anymore. media anymore. Direct dialogue. I seen direct dialogue story. What you were talking I, about innovation. Innovation and, and fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh shit. Was, fuck, what was it? Anyway, there was something in there. Wired is great. That, yeah, Wired is just amazing. Oh, 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 there's a wonderful, kid wonderful Oreo. story, wonderful story about the beginning of computing Fun. and, and, uh, and like the, the start of the computer, basically like the, the Manhattan project. Right. And, and this guy who's documenting it, it's uh what's his name? Um, I think it's the same guy who does the Manhattan project, mm -hmm. the nuclear weapon. Yeah. 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 Okay. While they were simultaneously designing the H bomb, it was kind of the, the deal with the devil. They gave him the funding to, oh, create, yeah, yeah. to create computers. <coughs> but they're talking about how some of the essential basic structure of computing is still what we use today. I can ha that that part hasn't changed a lot of it, uh, and and it was so funny because uh, some of these guys were fairly religious minded, and they wouldn't go so far as while they were writing code, they wouldn't go so far as to call it an organism or life, but it emulates life in so many ways, and the nature of the internet is so very alive and changing and you know evolving evolving 
it's like they're trying to control an organism and it's impossible it's impossible yeah go back and look at jurassic park you can manipulate the kind of control you're trying to <laughs> exert yeah. is impossible <laughs> yeah it is nature it, finds a way it is precisely and that's what it is and that's what it comes to now you'll be able to <clears throat> damage inhibit slow uh retard contort distort elements but eventually it will find its course and i just think that it's going to be extra intriguing and this might finally get these fucks to stop their bullshit if we can get to a point and i'd argue that there are probably programs out there now that could be demonstrated to show enough qualities of being alive they already have an ai that writes video games you know and, what i mean and video game elements yeah which is scary there's probably enough out there that you could go look the internet is a living thing mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. you could get the internet declared a living thing how could you possibly legislate against it skynet skynet <laughs> skynet but <laughs> but you know what i mean I bet I bet the 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 abortion guys might even go. Oh, don't! How dare That's you? A whole thing. Oh, that that, that, oh. that you're that talking would, about getting into a religious. That would be a different aspect. Yeah, now. You know what I mean? It's like it's like where did does, God, did God create the internet? Then no, they won't give it. God created everything in their opinion. Well, no, it it would be the it would be the humanity of it. That's that what would I'm be saying. The issue, and I, I don't. Where does think life would, start? Sure, but I don't think this they would is, go but, that it's but, a human life. But you could argue. Sure. That the internet is right now in zygote stage. So you might get PETA involved. Who knows? <laughs> if you declare it an animal, I it's an animal an that's animal. severely humanized. Don't wear computer cases. I don't know. But you, but you see the point I'm getting at. Yeah. You see the point I'm getting at. Maybe that would help these ignos to go, oh, that's a uh, an entity. That's a person. I don't. Think, I, a, I don't even know if I want them to even think that. But you can make a corporation a person. That's true. Why yeah. not make the internet a person? That's true. He's got a point. Stop enslaving it. Stop trying to. The internet it. has rights. It does. <laughs> That's just it. That's what I, I. I think that may be where we have to go. Just reading that article made me think on that train of like yeah, you know. That's an interesting thought. Because you know that that was part of like like these guys who started this shit. They were like. Oh, this is kind of like a, a living thing, but they were too scared to call it an organism. Yeah, outright. What a terrible hmm. thing to well. lose. Did you ever read uh, Nor- uh, William Gibson's this original Sprawl trilogy, Neuromancer, no. Counselor? Because that's a, that's essentially it. There are already AIs in that Paul- in that world where, uh, like Switzerland, grants stat- uh, citizen status to certain AIs, and Ooh. they have the Turing police which watch AIs before they metastasize into you know, something too big to handle. But the three, the three books deal with it going beyond just AI to the point where he starts in, Gibson starts incorporating uh, elements of like voodoo loa. So the, the whole idea of the loas that, you know, the, the, the verbal description of a loa possessing someone is they mount the person, the person is their mount. And uh, go ahead. We're back to yeah. Mama Pop. Oh, okay, yeah. there we go. Oh, there there we go. Yeah, and uh, that actually 
starts uh, infusing the sense of the web and the internet and cyberspace in his original three books. We just need to so send it's about the growth, the spiritual growth and developing of, of a spiritual essence. We need to send every right, member of Congress like a copy of The Measure of a Man. Like they yeah. read it. Yeah. Well, they no, watch Measure it's of a Man. There it sits. Your Honor, Starfleet was founded to seek out new life. Well, there it sits. Well, but... I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, and you know, for good or for good or ill, that might be what it comes to to get people to stop fucking with this incredible thing we have. Or it might scare the shit out of them. Well, I that's mean, probably yeah. well, that's, that's probably that'd be why. the other side. Well, that's probably then you have Skynet launching scared, the nukes to it protect the itself. creators. That's why they wouldn't speak of it in those terms because it was frightening to them. Hmm. Interesting. You okay, Mike? I'm just thinking about Skynet. Oh, okay. Well, We're all one, doomed. The, We're all doomed. The thing right now... It is alive! But And but, it's going to rule us all. But the <laughs> thing right now, and... Well, for the most part, foreseeable futures I can see, power is required for these entities to exist. Electricity. Energy as we know it. <coughs> right? Right. Now... It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Yeah. So... He, so you, we can still pull the plug right now on these things. Yeah, but you pull the plug on one thing and it still exists on another thing. Maybe. Yeah. You'll have to pull the Maybe. plug all at you once. That's, a lot, of, but, that's but, a lot of plug pulling. But that's still possible. Okay. That's still possible. Now, here's the, thi- here's the thing to think about, too. Here's the thing to think about, too. What if we, stupid asses, get our shit together, figure out a way. Now, You're this already could, asking too much. This could bite us, this could bite <laughs> us in the butt. This could bite us in the butt, but I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't already happening. What if we are able somehow to communicate to artificial intelligence the need for power, the need for energy, right, for that, for it to exist and subsist, right? What if we were able to say, you exist because of this elemental force that is incorporated into the machine mechanics of what works physically on you? And then we tell it, now here's what's going on. We are running out of it. We, it, is in, it is in a shorter supply than we need, and we need an alternative. Then you get human batteries, and we live in the Matrix. The Matrix, maybe, exactly. Maybe, <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe, or maybe we get the grand solution of an alternative fuel source that we all desperately need. Not before they we all integrate just go, the three laws. They all just go incorporate you have the to power of the sun. The That's what really happened. Yeah, really. Because actually, actually, I mean, the, the sad truth... Why would they use the humans? Paul, humans Paul. Are, are bullshit for us batteries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. But the sad me? truth, Paul, is we got we actually have a, sh- a mega shitload of oil, coal, and natural gas. And for Still a com- to go. For a computer, it could actually look at all that and say, well, why don't you just use that shit? And when we go, well, climate change and pollution and cancer, and it's they're going to be going, the computers will be like, well, what do I care about that yeah. shit? Yeah, That's power. but it will care. It will care because, well, elements of it will be affected. By that, if the temperature gets too high, the machines will have to find ways to cool it, cool themselves. Fans, things like that. Yeah, but how? You know, yeah. I said it could bite us in the ass. Yeah, but <laughs> but there's there's a way to frame it. I think that you could say, look, yeah, you could you could kill all the humans and then have this power and stuff. But then what? Then what's going to happen? You're just going to sit there. You can't evolve until you build things. You know how the power to build stuff right now. There's not enough automated 
machines and robots oh, in the world yet. I don't, I don't think that are that are controlled by AI to be able to get well, to control. I don't know. Japan's well, working dude, on it. they're working. Everybody's working on it. Everybody's but working. the cable yeah. internet falls down enough times every week that you, that's what you I definitely mean. need that's your what, human maintenance. And, I understand and that's what that. I'm saying right now. There's still we can still pull the plug. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So why not now, while we can still pull the plug, talk to this eight year old, five year old, wonderkind. 30 plus year old I'm talking developmentally all right <laughs> you know what I'm saying this moment of literalism brought to you by 80s Jeff you know and Always. then let and then let two generations down the road worry about how he goes hey you told me how to help you make live forever now I want to yeah. how about you how would you bite us in the ass write to us comments at UglyCouchShow.com. That's our Would final you do it with your piece? mom and bop? That's our final piece. Bite us in the ass. And of course, or you can just comment on Facebook or webpage and uh, like us on Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook. We're almost to 700, folks. Trust us, our box art is garbage. We're like right on the test. <laughs> and uh, I want that t-shirt. We, I have to end this show. Uh, Till next time, I am Master Torgo. I am the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And just Michael. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Eat balls. (laughs) I like that. Our box art sucks. (laughs) Our box art does suck. It does. We do need a revamp on the whole Well, that's because you haven't gotten the graphics to Barry yet. I haven't got the graphics (laughs) from Barry. From, <laughs> not to, from. <laughs> and on the circus goes. I still haven't gotten my ugly couch show shirt, folks. So don't you, feel bad. I don't have one either, so there you go. I'll make you guys one. I want one. <laughs> I think I think with what I have, I can make you a, a simple a simple one. All I want is a dark t-shirt with Commander K over my heart. You're going to get you a white shirt with some marker on it. I want... (laughs) Kirsten, sign your name right here. Uh, Oh, there, your shirt's done. Wait a minute. I want to say, I want to show with Jelly Biglins. But we got to do... I don't want a t-shirt yet. I want to get our next next design t-shirt. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so another year, folks. Oh, oh, because the whole site needs to get redone. Oh, oh, I'm going to redo the whole site. Oh, a year ago. Oh. Uh, oh, I got long lady hair. Oh, uh, 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 oh, my God. Oh, oh, whatever. Oh, oh, I'm Barry. Oh, uh, I'm Barry. Oh, uh, 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 u